0: to that good good experience podcast where related minds
1: talk about related topics
0: and we all just happen to be related buckle up this is going to be a good one
1: we've got that good good
0: experience podcast and welcome back and back to another exciting episode of We Got That Good, Good Experience podcast. I'm Marcus Moses, and we are here. Again, I know it's been a while, but hey, you know we're still here. We're still doing our thing, and we still got that good, good. And of course, as always, this thing does not take off without my cousin, co-host, Miss Kimberly. What's going on, cuz?
2: Marcus, darling, how are you? And welcome back to the good, good experience. This feels like it's been like forever in two days.
0: It has. It has. We hope you enjoyed yourself. That can, you know, you took a little time to get away out of the country, you know, come back, refresh you good.
2: I'm still alive.
0: <laughs> and oh, that's a story behind that one. Of- <laughs> <laughs> and also, we can't do this without my uh, other co-host, Byron Bino Brown. What's going on, B? What's up, Marcus? What's up? And what's up, Kimmy?
1: Welcome to the Good Good. Let's do this!
0: Yeah, let's do this exactly. Hey, so check it out, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna do something new, exciting, and different today. This is our newest episode, and today we're gonna be honoring the wonderful genre of house music. Of that I thought would be a great. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! But before we get into that, ladies and gentlemen, we got to do our good good segment. So Byron, what's good good, buddy?
1: Well, what's good good is the projects that I'm involved in. I do. a Two weekly shows. One is called Back to Paradise on WPFW here in Washington, D.C. Sober House Music Mix Show that airs every Friday night, midnight, 2 a.m. You can listen online at WPFWFM.org. And also, my other show, the B Note Sound Lounge, which can be heard on the Rewind radio network you can catch rewind at rewind us that airs every wednesday nine to eleven check it out it's a eclectic sound there's a spotlight into how a dj unwinds So it's very eclectic i've multiple genres on that show so that's what's good good kimmy what's good good
2: i'll tell you what's good good The impact of Lil' Kim's debut in hip-hop, Forever Reigns. Lil' Kim's Supreme collab, inspired by her debut album, sells out within minutes of its drop. Revolt reports that the rap legend's capsule collection with Supreme sold out just minutes after it dropped on April 14th. The collaboration between Brooklyn's Finest and the New York Bread Clothing Line reportedly features clothing with Little Kim's iconic photo from her hardcore album, which is her debut. Congratulations to Little Kim, still making that paper after all these years. So what's good
0: with you, Marcus? I'll tell you what's good with on my end. Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. What statue asked? I'm glad you did. That's the fifth studio album by none of the Compton, California-born rapper Kendrick Lamar. He's set to release the new project on May 13th. Kendrick Lamar, been a big year for him. The performance of the Super Bowl this year and now a new album coming out May 13th. Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. That's what's good, good on my end. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, this is our house music episode. We're going to have Ooh, a good time with it. and So I thought it would be a great idea, you know, our very own Byron B. Note Brown. That's his forte. That's what he does. That's what he loves. He is a house head, the heart. Take the reins today. Hey, the mic is hot for you, Byron. You got control.
1: All right, Marcus. Thank you. Well, welcome,
0: everybody.
1: We get to get the party started, right? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Let's do this. Let's do this.
1: So, uh, house music obviously is my favorite genre of music and it's near and dear, it's sentimental, all of the above. House music is right there. So, why don't we just dive into the history of house music, shall we?
2: Exactly. Me being born in Newark house music was a part of my life every time i Mm. went to the club or a party or house party house parties were always the best this music was always pumping so the genre was born out of underground scene of black communities in where burn chicago and new york New York, so, Yes, definitely. So, But honestly, I didn't know it was mainly in Chicago. Me, of course, thought it just came out of New York. Mm-hmm. So they were cultural highs swarming with exciting ideas and creative minds who came up with house music. It was created by DJs and music producers from Chicago's underground club culture in the 1980s. And the DJs from this subculture began altering disco songs to give them a more mechanical beat and deeper bass lines, Is that right, Byron?
1: That is correct. You know, Frankie Knuckles is given the title the Godfather of the House because of where he was playing this music, which is called The Warehouse in Chicago, and they just shortened the name to house music, right? But in addition to Frankie, that's Ron Hardy, Jesse Saunders, Chip E., Steve chick the Jack Masterpott, Marshall Jefferson, Future. There's a whole list of other players that were involved in that scene, that helped bring it to what we know it as today. But yeah, Frankie Knuckles, who was the title of the Godfather of House, but there are other people who had their hands in it as well around that time frame. Right? Larry LeVan as well. Larry LeVan. Great Larry LeVan.
2: Absolutely. So with no further ado, did you want to start off with some Masters at Work today?
1: I think we should. Masters at Work is a good start. Let's hit it.
2: All right. You keep me? dance this Saturday
1: morning, I'm telling you. Yes, we are. <coughs> Masters of Work, I Can't Get No Sleep, featuring the vocals of India, who now goes by the name La India. She's a, a now a salsa singer. But this track was released in 1993. as the lead single, actually, from Masters of Work's debut album, The Album. However, Masters of Work has been around actually, since 1989. Masters of Work is made up of Kitty Dope Gonzalez and the one and only Little Louie Vega, who now just goes by the name of Louie Vega. This song right here, this song right here was a number one smash on the Billboard Hot Dance Club Dance chart back in 1993. It's a bona fide classic, and its format was very unique compared to what was out around that time with the different movements the song had. Marcus, I have to ask you this question. Have you heard this song before? (laughs)
0: <laughs> actually, actually, yeah, I, I've had an, I've heard in uh, a couple of mixes. I've heard in some of your in some of your mixes as well. I've, okay. or not, I've checked out you know some stuff that you sent me before, uh, but I had a question. Now you said the name Lou Vega. Now is that the same Louis is, Vega? Is he the one the same Mamba Number no. Five? No, no, Wait, Louis Vega. Vega, Louis Vega, little Louis okay. Vega, not Lou Vega, but Louie Louis Vega. Two different people. Okay, Louis. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. So he's, not the, he's, not, he's not the mama number five guy, right? No, no, not at okay, all. Okay, okay. Just want to make sure. All right, gotcha, gotcha.
2: No. <laughs> But also in 1993, there was one of my favorites that I heard all the time mm. at my house parties was, was that? Deep Down Inside, Honey. Ooh. Deep inside, deep, deep we up here choice, Kimmy. thank you thank you thank you very much so deep down inside loved and remixed by dj's everywhere it's hard to imagine this track as almost 30 years old man we get no old burn though you can still hear deep inside at any house festival today which goes to show the power of the song hard drive the the originators of this was a 90s production alias from house legend little Louis vega and gets most of the historical credit from the 1993 track that has been sampled many, many times, including for the late DJ Rashad's anthemic footwork track, Deep Inside 06, and Kanye West's 2016 house tribute single, Great. Paid. Exactly.
1: Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. That's right. So hard, hard Drive, I'm sorry, Marcus, Hard Drive is actually louis vega and kenny it's masters at works moniker yes indeed and what, what were you gonna say marcus
0: i like it we start off with a bang so far on this episode i'm telling you both of these well the first song i've actually heard before but the second one right there i never heard but i love it i mean i know that right show, that that yeah yeah it's, it's got that that signature house vibe you know that douche 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 <laughs> you know what i'm saying and, and it's just i like it man i, I just like it <laughs>
1: The vocalist on there is Barbara Tucker, and she's uh, one of the long-standing house divas as well. He's recorded a lot of music still recording to this day. When I heard Kanye West fade, and I heard that track come in, I was like, oh, no, they didn't. No, he didn't. But then- But it, we it forgot made, he's,
2: he's from Chicago.
1: Chicago, right, right. So it makes sense. This is not the first time he's used like the house music, but I was very impressed and pleased and happy. It was a big, huge moment to, to me for house music when he sampled that and- featured it on that large scale. So great track. Classic track. So so what's next, Kimmy?
2: <laughs> so up next is on Marcus's list, however, it is one of my favorites. It's a hip-hop group that people do not talk about, but I love Jungle Brothers. I'll house you. House your body. House your
1: body to the base. I'll see it all over the place. to so don't let nobody get in your way. Tonight's your night. Today's your day. Africa will hear you wrong. Say what? House music all night long. 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 I house you, don't you know? I house you, don't I
2: you will, know
3: that?
1: I,
2: I
0: house you, you in my hut now. don't
2: you know that? Mm. I house you, don't you know? I house, I house you, vineyard. yo. I house oh my you, you in my hut now. Check, check, check,
3: check, 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 check this out. Check,
0: check, check, check this out. Check, 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 check this out. Check, 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 check this out. Woo! Check this out. out. That's <indicating stata human> <Mrs. laughs> my joy. I'm trying to tell you, that's shades of the uh. Pop up the jam, I think it's by Stethosonic. Is that is that was pump up the jam? Yeah, they sampled Techno Technotronic. Yeah, yeah.
2: Technotronic. Oh, Tronic, They sampled,
0: yeah, yeah, only samples that this
2: was
1: long before. Yeah, no. this
2: was long no. before
0: no. that. This is long before that, yeah. Okay, okay, cool, cool. Well, let me let me tell you what I got. Of course, that was a uh, girl I house you by the Jungle Brothers, uh, from the album Straight Out of the Jungle. Now, this song wasn't actually added. Uh, to the album until um, 19, the reissue in 1988, and the way it came about, Tony D, the owner of Idler's Records, just asked the guys, to "Hey, you guys want to make a uh, a house record?" And again, like it said, you know, the rest is, is what they say, history. So a great track, you know, a great great uh, fun beat. And and Ken, you alluded to something earlier. You know, a lot of the Jungle Brothers were a very, very underrated. Uh, yes, they were. People don't understand they the were, yeah. you know, contribution, not just to just just to, to the uh, club scene, to the house scene, but also to the hip hop scene. These guys were very gifted rappers, and uh, they don't. I don't think they get the credit they deserve as well. As yeah, a matter perfect. of fact,
2: in um uh, one of the iconic classic hip hop songs um from Black Sheep, you know which mm-hmm. one I'm talking it's about? It's
1: huh? it's it's yeah, the is choice is yours. Yeah, the choice is yours. yours. He yeah.
2: specifically. Mm-hmm gives a nod to he has brothers in the jungle so one of the jungle brothers is his brother mm-hmm. and a cousin in the quest one of the members of child called quest is his cousin so oh. jungle brothers has been around for years we definitely want to give them
1: their props yeah they they kicked Absolutely. off what it's called hip house yes I wish we had, could have more of that today, because not only did they do it, but, you know, of course, the Tribe Called Quest did dabbled with some of their remixes mm-hmm. in, in the house round. You know, a lot of the hip-hop artists, Queen Latifah, of course, Queen Latifah, Moni Love, all of them, all pretty much Native Tongue were all up Native in the house. Native Tongue,
2: exactly. They,
1: they were they were pretty much all up yeah. in the house. All of them were open-minded enough to, to include house music as part of their repertoire. So big shouts. Yeah. To Jungle Brothers, because they really got it started for us. I mean, they, they, I did. they were like the first, right? First hip house. Can we say that's the yeah. first hip house record? I, I would, I would I like so, yeah. to think so. Yeah.
2: That's the first one I remember.
1: It's still bangs to this day. They don't need still to make You keep know it? Way, Keep it the way keep it exactly is.
2: exactly the way it is. You saw how yes. it were jamming. Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's keep it moving. Let's go to the next track, Kimmy.
2: I have Inner Life featuring Jocelyn Brown. I'm caught Mm -hmm. up. would be considered, yes, one of the classic house songs. And this one is from the beginning of house, where it was mainly just the old 70s songs that they played at the house parties that was Mm -hmm. just really jamming. But more about Jocelyn Brown.
1: Miss Grandiva Jocelyn Brown, holding it down. She's still doing her thing.
2: In a life was an American club oriented soul studio project formed in 1979 that enjoyed success with Caught Up by, uh, which was originally recorded in 1979, but re-released through Inner Life um, as more of a house bumping type of um, genre. Brian?
1: I was gonna say, this song falls under the category as as dance R&B. Back in the day, a lot of the music that we used to listen to on the radio when you trace it back now, it's house music. It's exactly house music because that that was our dance R and B. It's post disco. You know, this nineteen seventy nine. So that was after you know, right around when the whole backlash against the disco uh, mm-hmm. occurred. But this wasn't. This didn't have that euro sound as disco. So it's set. It was set aside from that. It's a, a push forward. It's more R and B feel. So I would even put this in the category like with not only with. um, well, uh, forget me nots. That could mm-hmm. be like mm-hmm. another example as like one of those light, dancey R&B songs that crossed over into the uh, club charts and, then, and got heavy club play. Jocelyn Brown. I can never say anything bad about Jocelyn Brown. She's been so versatile. She's done everything from R&B to gospel, and that's mm-hmm. what she's really doing a, a lot of right now. She's got um, a lot of like dance, house, gospel type stuff out. Uh, she's worked heavily with Masters of Work Master for New and Soul mm-hmm. um, and released that album. She was one of the main vocalists. If you have not received or heard New and Soul's album, pick it up. It's a classic. It's a bona fide classic. And that captures the classic sound of late disco, early R&B dance music. Well, I guess.
0: Uh, yeah, so check it out, y'all. Uh, I'm not here to try to discredit anything. You know, I totally agree with everything you guys are saying about this particular track. But for me, for me, I just got a, a more of a disco feel from it. You mm-hmm. know, uh, I, I really did. That's just me. You know what I'm saying? When I think about, you know, I said earlier, uh, when I think about house music, I had that continuous hard hitting, kind of like a drum line. You know, like like mm-hmm. you know, I said, the doosh, doosh, doosh. You know, but this to me was more like more studio fit four type music to me. But I mean, still a great. Solid hit, you know. I like it, I like it. But remember, yeah, what the we vein
2: said, it. remember what we said in the beginning about the history house music came from the 70s disco era,
0: right? Right, right. I understand all that. I just understand that's the feeling I got from this one, you know. It was more for me, you know. So,
1: and, and what makes this more of a disco feel is the instrumentation as well, because the earlier house music was more electronic sound, bass sound as well. That was being produced, I should say. If it was a, a disco record that was extended for club play or repurposed for a stronger sound, and just to pick it back on both of what you all have said, what they used to do actually with some of these disco records is put their own little beats over them.
3: Mm-hmm. They were, you
1: know, programmed the drum machine to play along with these songs to to create a different type of atmosphere in the club. So um, you you're both right in that regard. Yeah, um, it is a disco song, but then again it's early house considered early, one of the earlier house vocals.
2: But to give you an even better example of what we're talking about, I'm going to play Melissa Morgan Still in Love with You, but mm. the <clears throat> house version. Don't you know, don't, don't. original cut didn't have that bump and bass in it but once you added it that made it the perfect Mm -hmm. house song man (laughs) still in love with you is a 1992 album by American recording artist Melissa Morgan released under pendulum records the album features her cover of this was originally Al Green's I'm still in love with you which peaked number nine but immediately became a house
1: classic once they remixed that. Go ahead, Byron. And who remixed it? Do you know who remixed it? You tell me. Okay, so this name is going to come up a lot. Masters of Work. Oh, get out. It's Louis Vega, Kenny Joe Gonzalez, they actually did the uh, post-production of this song for the album as well, which made it for them to also handle the remix treatment for, for the song. So, yeah, they were responsible for making this song a number seven dance hit back in 1991. This version, this is the main version. um, This is in the house, but there's a dub mix that was the most popular version. And and a a dub is more of an instrumental representation of the song, which a lot of times would take a song in a different direction. That was very popular, like in the 90s, Marcus. If if you're not familiar with what the dub mix is in, in the house genre. A lot of times it has samples of the vocals. It may not even include any of the vocals from the song. It may be a completely reconstruction of the song, but it was just something that was added to the 12 inch for club play to enhance the okay. uh, club experience. Right. But yeah, right. this is this is a primary example.
0: When you asked me who did the remix, I was going to say Diddy. Let him tell he, he it.
1: Right, according to him, he did. He, <laughs> did, he <laughs> did everybody's he, remix. remix. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, Masters of Work, uh, You're gonna, okay. I think you're going to learn, Marcus, after this show, Masters of Work has a solid foundation, hands all over how house music was presented. Not only them, but David Morales, Breaking Knuckles, they were in the forefront and during the 90s, bringing it up to the popularity that it is
0: now. Oh yeah, most definitely.
2: So since we're talking about Masters at Work, I think I want to go ahead and play Louis Vega, Elevator Going Up. Is that okay with Ooh. you? Fire with me. All right. He was going down and she was going up. Excuse me, please. Going oh, no. up. Please hold the door. Going oh, no. up. Put out his hand. Going oh,
3: no. up. And he held it for Going oh, no. up. And she jumped on. up. Oh, no. Kind of smiled and she started smiling. Going oh, no. up. He had pushed ground. Going oh, no. up. So they went
1: All right, all
0: right. We're going, up. We're going up. We're going up. We're going up.
2: Oh, you liked it. Oh, that's
0: so cute. You like that, Marcus? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is actually Elements of Life featuring Monique Bingham. Elements of Life is Little Louis Vega, who's also one half of Masses at Work, featuring the vocalizer Monique Bingham, who's also a long standing house vocalist. Featured on Louis Vega's 2015 release for. For Elements of Life called Starring 28, which had a host of different vocalists. Lisa Fisher is one of them that was included on that. But this song here, Elevator featured the vocalist, Monique Bingham, who calls herself a vocalizer, not necessarily a, a vocalist. Um, she sings a variety of music, but she's a long-standing house artist. And uh, she's now dabbled in some of the soulful, well, she's always been soulful house, but more of like the South African house. She's done a lot of work with a lot of uh, South African artists as well. But um, this is a huge dance floor hit for the two of them. Um, it's also featured on uh, Monique Bingham's album, The Best of a Last, which is a compilation of all of the music that she's released over the years. Marcus, what did you think of this song?
0: We're going up, man. It's a great little catchy little beat. <laughs> Got like nice little catchy little beat to it, nice little catchy little vocals to it. I mean, I like it. But I wanted to ask a question. okay? You say the um, the the lady with the vocals. She says she's not a vocalist, but a vocalizer. What is actually a vocalizer?
1: That's just what she calls herself as the vocalizer. She can sing anything. Uh, extends her voice to di- many different things. Kimberly, what, have you heard okay. this song
2: before? Actually, this is my first time hearing that one, but I like it. Okay,
1: well, yeah, yeah. I guess yeah, we're going up.
2: Yeah, we're <laughs> <Like>, going up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: All right, Kim, what's the next one? <laughs> you know
2: what time it is?
0: What time is it? What time is it? It's time for the percolator. It's time for the perculator. It's
2: time for the percolator. It's 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 time for the perculator. It's time for the perculator. It's time for the percolator. 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 See you later. (laughs)
1: Their dad. Woo! <laughs> Only the house has no that. Mm, yeah. All
2: mm. right. Honey, let me tell you. I remember I was working at the airport and I got invited to this horse party in Irvington, New Jersey. And I think mm. that's the first time I heard the percolator and I saw these girls do this dance and I was never able to do the dance. But it was just, just <laughs> the flyest thing I ever saw in my life. But every night, well, every nightclub or house party I attend, the percolated is a guaranteed crowd mover. So the single was by Cashmere. Is that correct? Yeah, that's it correct. In
3: 1996
2: on Casual uh-huh. Records. 1992. Doesn't sound like, 1992.
1: 1992.
2: Mm-hmm. I thought that was wrong because I'm like.
1: Yeah, that's the 1992. There was a compilation that came out in 96. That's probably what you're...
2: you're, Okay. But definitely, this is a house banger. Now, Marcus, I know you heard this one.
0: You know I have. Okay. this came out. Did Megan style you knew this one?
1: What? She did her little
0: twist (laughs) of it, but I
1: wouldn't even... (laughs) even I'm
0: just talking. I'm just... (laughs) I'm just talking. I'm just talking. I'm no, serious. I've actually heard. Before all that came out, yeah, I actually heard. The look that right, Marcus. Is actually, uh,
2: uh, I was about to take off my shoe and throw it at <laughs> the Kimberly's
1: look, that was prices. Right Kimberly, your, your facial expression was prices.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I, as, as the song was playing, I was just kind of thinking, like, you know, hey, I hope these guys are getting got some money because actually they i think they did like a percolator challenge last mm-hmm. year tiktok challenge or something like that so i'm just They're hoping like the did, originators yeah. of the song kind of got the yeah so well it's one originator I, I've it's, heard it's percolator. um
1: it's one guy curtis allen jones he goes by the moniker cashmere and green belt but he's just like louis vega but he's out of chicago so he's had his hands in all kinds of stuff but he kind of pushes the envelope to the techno side as well as you can hear those influences, you know, Detroit's yeah. not too far from Chicago, so those influences are there. But the song is actually called Coffee Pot. It's time for the percolator.
3: Really? A lot,
1: yeah, a lot of people just call it the percolator. The percolator. The percolator, the percolator. But it's called coffee pot, and it's actually on Cashmere's label that he started. That he's he's been on his own label ever since. It's called Casual Casual Records. So he's he's definitely should be comfortable getting some nice coin from from all of his music being used over the years. Hopefully, yes. let's hope so.
2: Well, I have another of uh, Cashmere's Underground Goodies mix called You Got Me Up. For this theme <laughs> I feel it. I've had to put some heat on this.
3: Anyway, I know this.
2: This is from Cashmere on Casual Records. And this seems to have come out in 1993. Is that right,
1: Byron? What? By Dajay. Dajay, who's. Dajay, right? Da-Jay I'm sorry. Like, mm-hmm. Okay, between this song and The Percolator, there's another song that everybody knows. All of the mainstream DJs, when they call themselves Playing House, they play the Percolator, they play another record called Alias and Follow Me, um, or the DJ You Got Me Up. They sometimes mostly play like the vocal version. So, Marcus, this is a prime example of what a dub mix is because. This version has nothing to do with the actual song itself. There's like an actual full vocal version of the song, but it takes them in
0: a whole completely different direction. It it does. And And what I like about it so much, I mean, check this out now. Think about it. You're saying this is house music, but I wish I could have been in the studio with the guy when he was making this song, because anybody that can take house band music, music like from the 30s and the 40s, and, and 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 like correlated to like more modern times. That's that's a talented kind of guy, man. That was uh-huh. I was mm-hmm. thinking that 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 was that was awesome. That was awesome, man. I mean, let, let's, yeah. let's 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 break the, let's break the rules here, man. Play it again, Kim. No, no, no. What?
1: I was going to ask Kim. I was no, Kim. I want you to play Brighter Days Goodies Mix. Cashmere Brighter Days Goodies Mix because this one features both. It's Cashmere featuring daje and once you play that, you'll it all tie together. Okay, let okay, me see it. if
2: Let's I go. can find it.
1: The goodies mix for oh, brighter yeah. days. And when you hear, it, you're gonna, like, oh yeah, this is always played. Like you gave whenever it to me? these hip hop DJs want to play house music in this set, they always play it. Uh, mm-hmm.
2: Brighter days. But I wanted Marcus
1: to hear it because he'll get it. I think he'll truly get it once the years. Brighter I days. There you go. Mix. That's the vocal. This is the vocal version. Find a goodie mix, Bro, you can I'm play this one too. this So, Marcus, this is a version of a vocal version. And then you yeah. want to play the other one. Okay. I forgot where I was.
2: I'm
1: just starting to sing. I know. Right, sort of <laughs> that's just the <laughs> intro part of the song, because it goes, I guess, whole verses and everything. But play the goodies mix. Play the goodies mix of this. Oh, oh,
3: oh, oh.
1: with
0: that bass? Oh, my God. Over. It's over. <laughs> so, Marcus, do you recognize that song? I do now. <laughs> I never <laughs> Really? really, really, back really? Up. I got I got lost in it. I, I mean, I've I never heard of it, but I just, you know, I, when, you, when you ask me do I recognize the song, I'll recognize it from this point on. It's just, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of
3: main on my way, <laughs>
1: No, I'm surprised none of you all picked that. Kim, I'm surprised you didn't pick this one. I when know, you, picked, you okay. got me up, I was like, yeah, that's an interesting story. But most times people go straight to Brighter Days. They go, Brighter Days, w fix. A lot of the mainstream DJs when they're playing house music, I'm doing air quotes, during their hip-hop set, they always play this song. Always. Always. I knew this one. <laughs> Always at nod and we're like, okay, do you like fan your library?
3: <laughs>
1: but anyway, I love this record because this takes this take me back to the college days going to the club. Oh. Um did you go to a club, you would hear stuff that you didn't hear on the radio. It wasn't like now where it's like this is this a such repeat playlist that you hear on mainstream radio. Then going out whether it's to a straight club or a gay club or whatever, if they were playing house music, it was an experience. You were hearing stuff that you couldn't access from mainstream radio or anywhere outside of the club. But well,
2: that's the thing. When I went to Clark Atlanta for that semester, when I went to the parties, most of the people were from the New York area. So I heard my music, my house music. So it was, it was I was jamming. But when I transferred to Payne College, I'm like, um, what's going on? <laughs> what y'all don't you don't know y'all don't y'all
1: you don't know. y'all don't even know the Percolator? What the hell? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it, it took college students coming to these areas to expose, I think, to really spread this music as well. Because I remember being at Southern University in in Baton Rouge, and it was almost like a cold shop for me. They were to the left, not to not despite that area I mean their culture is all fine as well but um it wasn't until I accessed my Chicago friends New York friends and they would do like cargo party and stuff like that where i could actually hear like real like the music that i was really into the house music so yeah i, I think you're spot on with that one you know, definitely because you, you missed it i i missed it for the three years i got through paying college
2: without it but yeah i missed it mm. a lot so marcus <laughs> you
0: need house music in your life i'm getting, I'm getting <laughs> right now it's, 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 it's It's really getting to my blood, man. I don't know if I like it or not. Yeah. All right, Terry, what's that?
2: So, you mentioned this one earlier. So, I'm going to go ahead and play it, which is another one of my favorites that you've definitely heard in the New York area. Mm. And this is Follow Me.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: We must stop fighting. Achieve the
3: peace that was taught in our country, we shall all be free.
2: A little bit longer yeah. than my joint, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, this is by Ally Us, which is a house music group from New Jersey, thank you, that was active mostly in the early 90s, Their most famous record Follow Me was from 1992, a deep house track produced by Kyle Smith, and executive produced by DJ Pierre and George Morrell, and it was released on Strictly Rhythm Records.
1: Mm -hmm. Alias is the name of the group.
2: I'm sorry. Thank you.
1: (laughs) 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 You recognize this how how a lot of these groups these like monikers that some of these producers are under they take a spin on different words and i can see how you could easily say ally us or ally us
2: but
1: because in back years. in the day all we knew was follow me that's all we wanted i just wanted oh, to follow yeah, me exactly. <laughs> and I, I i would know it because I was, i'm a dj of course so I of course <laughs> plugged into it but uh this is a, another one of those hmm
0: what'd you say marcus uh I'm tell you how, how much I like this song. Y'all see this? You looking it up? I know. Good, good, oh, okay. good. I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm starting It's the first the first song of my new um house music playlist.
1: I think this song. And this right will get you hyped
0: probably, up in the day.
1: Yeah, I think this yeah. is probably the most played. I could probably put a good bet on. This is probably the most played vocal house record of the of the modern era, like in the '90s or whatever. I think this this one here. Might be the most universally played because you got mainstream that plays it in the house set. You got like some house DJs that still play it. It's everywhere. This song, Alias. And it's been remixed recently. I mean, like past couple of years, I mean, Alias came out with new material and remixed this song too. So it's, it's had a long shelf life, a very yeah, long shelf life.
2: But But it holds up. It is still bumping. It has a
1: message too. There you go. I was gonna say the, the universal message, in <laughs> a lot of house music does mm-hmm. have like an uh, optimistic message, and this one is like definitely overly optimistic, overly overly optimistic, which is good. We need that. All right, Kimmy, what's next? All right, <laughs> up
2: next is fade. you don't know, have to do it like
1: Mark. I can't do it like Marcus. I have to, I can no, go about. ahead. No, go ahead.
2: So, solu music fade.
1: Solu music. Solu, thank you. This is like one of my my favorites. This is a solid underground record. I used to hear it at the Body and Soul Party in New York and at the shelter. And for the longest time, I was like, at first, the way it starts off, I'm thinking it's alternate because the vocals kind of sounded a little similar initially at first. But then I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, what is this record? You know, the, the whole, the how she sings it, the chorus and all of that. So my story around this, I was at, Disco Rama Records. There's a record store in New York in the village. And just doing my usual crate dig buy records while I was in the city. And this guy forces this record with this like weird coloring scheme on the on the on the sleeve into my hand. And then he goes, You you want to have this in your life? And so he plays it. I'm like, this is the record I've been looking for. I didn't know how to find it. I, I couldn't sing it or whatever, but it was exactly the record that I had been looking for. Solu Music, featuring Kimberly. Solu Music is actually the label too. So the group is made up of Howie Cast and Dano Nathanson. And this is like one of their very first. It actually, it's their first release on that label. Solu Music released in two thousand one. And that's my little story on that one. On that one. <laughs> Marcus, what did you think?
0: <laughs> uh, I, every song that was just being played today on this on this episode will go into my new house playlist. Uh, everything. I, I feel like I've been cheated, and I cheated myself. <laughs> you know, I really have, man. I mean, every song that's been played, it's like you see me. I close my eyes and just takes you to a whole nother realm, musically. You know, we it, it gives even you like a happy feeling. Yet. just makes you want to dance. Mm-hmm.
2: You ain't heard it, I all. Know. yeah.
0: That's, that's crazy. Oh, no, we're, 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 yeah. we're not even yeah. scratching the surface, really. I, I mean, know, I-
1: right? I love off. our list. I love our list because we, we have a rise range, but trust me, it gets a lot deeper and yeah, Marcus, we need to take you on an excursion.
0: <laughs> yeah, please I'm ready.
1: Cam, what do you think of this song? I, I love it,
2: but honestly, this is my first time hearing
1: it. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it's what it, it was an underground hit. It wasn't more was underground. Yeah. Yeah. It, but it got a lot of international exposure and then they did a like, resurgence of different remixes in two thousand six, but Honestly, it's this version that I like I don't I don't need to hear any remix of it. This version just takes me to that that place. There's very few songs that register with me that sends me into that certain eu- euphoric state, if I'm making sense. This is one of those songs. It just takes me back to I don't know, it just hit me in a certain kind of way. And I, I it's like I'm hearing it for the first time every time I hear it i, I it. think that's i
2: think that's house music i mean just listening to it it just takes you back to that time and mm-hmm. you just you just want to stand up and, and and do your gyrations like they say and hurt your knees and the rest of your body just trying to do <laughs> like well, you used to do 20 years
3: tell,
2: ago <laughs> i know right like I'm 25 again. Uh uh-uh. uh. Anyway. Oh, you can
1: hang. I know you can hang still. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Marcus, <laughs> Marcus, let the groove catch you. You'll be, uh, you'll, you'll, you'll see. You'll, you'll dance all night. I used to dance in the club. I would be, I, I swear, I could dance six hours straight and not leave. Like I, I could be on the dance floor. A DJ, like Frankie Knuckles or whomever, Timmy For if they're doing their thing, I don't want to leave the floor. Might miss something. <laughs> All right, let's move on. What's next, Kim?
2: Well, this one is one of my favorites. I swear I was in the South one time and I was at a party with my friends, and this song came on and they thought I had lost my mind. So, so this is hot music. Hot. Woo. Hot. Oh! I just don't know oh, so man. this 1989 house banger from pal joey who is a house music legend samples a jazz song from 1986. what jazz musician did they sample this from one of my favorites
0: um uh, uh, duke ellington oh. uh, no, Coltrane. no. John Coltrane.
2: Uh, younger yeah. younger who's still alive he's still alive
0: um uh, what's the guy's name? Um, um, Marcellus, Marcellus.
2: Yeah. Which one? Bradford, Bradford.
0: Winston? Wh- Winston. 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 Winston, 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 Marcellus. Yes. The song in
2: question <laughs> is Skein's Domain" by Winston Marcellus, and the sample is only a couple of seconds, but those couple of seconds turn this whole thing completely out.
0: Yeah, this is a banger. I, I've actually heard. I've actually heard the song. I'll tell you when I heard it, Kim. Rodney played this at the fan reunion in 2012. Uh, and on. oh my oh.
2: God, you know
0: what? <clears throat> and what did I do? You dropped, it, you dropped, you dropped it. You put it. You just threw your daughter away.
2: No,
3: no, no!
0: He's not lying. He is not lying.
2: That was my joint. That's my joint. Ju- oh, hold right. this child. Hold this child real quick. I gotta do this. <laughs> yeah. And Missy Elliott, Missy Elliott has
1: I sampled this. Gone. Missy Elliott has sampled this in one of her songs too. I'm so very yes, she uh, did. She
2: because died. you know what? I completely, I couldn't remember the name of this song. I, I had my whole list trying to get it to you, and I could not remember the name of the song. And I said, wait a minute, Missy did this. And I've looked it up, and I found it.
1: I have a little dance that I do to this song. I can just do it all night, but it's like a little trot. <laughs> I love the flow of this song, the beat. Oh, my God. Like, oh, my God. You know. But yeah, it takes me back to college days with, with this one. And this was always a party starter. When this song came on, everybody was on the floor. Everybody. Yeah. Even you would be on yeah. the floor, Marcus.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I've I, I heard it before. And I forgot. I completely forgot about it. So, I mean, it's, it's like I said, I heard it. Roddy played it several years back at the reunion. And my kid just kind of lost her mind. I mean, just like, hey, somebody kind <laughs> of get my baby.
2: <laughs> and he's not lying. He is not lying. This is my song. Oh, my Mm. gosh. All right, next up, (laughs) one of uh, Marcus's, Cece Penniston.
0: Classic, yeah, that was um. finally by C.C. Peterson, r sensation C.C. Peterson. This is the debut single from her titled album, Finally, released in 1992. Uh, this is her biggest hit to date. It peaked at number five on the Hot 100, uh, Billboard charts. I uh, saw so it sold over three million copies. Uh, worldwide and I got a chance to listen to an interview with CeCe Peniston, and she said that this song right here is pretty much her breadwinner mm-hmm. she still gets really big residuals from this particular song and it pretty much takes care of her to this day I'm pretty sure Byron can attest to the fact that there's probably so many mixes of this song floating around somewhere in the atmosphere you know. so again, you know, uh, this is my second favorite song next to Keep On Walking by CeCe but nevertheless still solid 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 hit and a big contributor to the house culture.
1: Oh yeah, I agree. I had the pleasure of meeting CC several years ago when she did a performance for the Deep Sugar Party in Baltimore. And it's funny. Before going to that party, I was at a friend's house party. He was doing like a little soirée, and come to find out, the manager of CC was a friend of his. And who walks in to this party at their house, CC Peniston? So we were able to break bread together and talk there, and um, then go to the club later on but this record i think what really helped this record be so successful first of all cc pennis is a as, as a solid songwriter she she wrote the song but i think the productions of david morales who are the deaf mix productions along with frankie knuckles but david morales put a stamping on on that post-production which is the version that everybody knows that helped make it super successful. So so Marcus, you're absolutely right. There's, there's a lot of remixes for the song, but I think that first batch of remixes that was featured like when it was released are the best ones. You can't get rid of the
0: concept, the original version. I love the song, said Lisa. And I can say, you know, I mean, she it, it did really, really, really well. And like you know, CeCe said, you know, it's pretty much been her, how she's been able to eat, for the past 30 years. So, let I me mean, hey. The, can, you know the album, work.
1: finally? The album, if you all have not heard the entire album, definitely check it out. Listen to the audience as well, because this shows her diversity. It's not just all house. It's a, it's a full range album. And that pretty much solidifies who she is. You know, it's a, it's, a, it's a solid release. Listening to the album, you're not surprised why she's successful. You know, she's definitely an A-list artist. All right, Kim, what's
2: next? I have... I'm
3: stuck. Here you go. I'm stuck, when I I can't do without. I'm so in love, baby girl.
1: Oh my gosh! This is another banger. Pevert Everett, who's I think is an underexposed artist, he's got to be one of the most diverse, most talented instrumentalists, vocalist in the house music genre. But he does all kinds of different types of music. Um, Stuck was released in 2007 on the Soul Heaven Records label. And it's it's an underground banger, uh, underground hit. You would hear it at places like uh, the Body and Soul Party, as well as Shelter in New York. Mm-hmm. It was primarily where I, when I first heard the song. And to this day, when you put this record on and people go crazy. It's that infectious groove, a driving groove to it. And one of my favorites on the list. Yeah, have you heard it before? <laughs>
2: this is my first time hearing it, but I like it. I like it a lot.
1: <laughs> All right, Marcus, what do you think of it?
0: I, I love it. Um there there hasn't been we haven't dropped the ball yet on anything that's been played today. All of it's been like real infectious.
2: Yes. Know? That's um, what house music is. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. It's really infectious. Yeah.
2: Now next up, one of my favorites, Janet Jackson Throb.
1: I love it. <laughs> yeah, now, Byron, what that makes is it. this, you say? That's the legendary dub, David Morales' legendary dub mix, which is when it was officially released as a single, this was what, what was on the 12-inch.
0: Okay, cool. Uh, I, 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 I like that version. I like that version. Uh, Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that was Throbbed by Janet Jackson Uh, from the album Janet Um, in 1993. The original produced by Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Uh, it was released as a single in the Netherlands and it uh, peaked at number 20. Uh, It was released just as on radio only uh, in the United States, and it hit number 66 on the Hot Dance Club charts. I had never heard of this song until a couple of months ago when the Janet documentary dropped. And ever since then, (laughs) it has been a fixture in my playlist. Whenever I'm having a bad morning or wherever I'm sleepy, you know, going to work, you know what I'm saying? I put on drop, (laughs) and I am immediately energized. (laughs) Immediately. I love it. This is a, a... yeah. And so this is a sleeper song I guess from the Janet repertoire to all the songs that Janet has produced over the years. This was this is one of her sleepers. Uh, to me I can describe it as the bunch joint this is how we do it of house music. I guess you can say. <laughs> uh, this to, was to one of those this is one of those
2: that you had to have her album to actually and listen to the whole thing from beginning to end. And then, I think this, wasn't this the last song on the album, um, Byron?
1: Oh, no. Oh, no, no. It's, it's back in the middle of the album. There's okay. Song, girl, number six.
0: number six. <laughs> yeah.
2: It was number six. Okay. But, yeah. again, you had to have this album. And then when you got to number six, you played mm-hmm. it like 50 million times.
1: <laughs> so this, was, yeah.
2: this is a banger.
1: Yeah, it was originally released as a, the B-side of Anytime, Anyplace. Uh huh. Was released in the United States in '94, and then of course abroad they get all of the good stuff. And me as a DJ had to pay double the amount for an import. Uh, <laughs> you know, if I wanted yeah. a copy of it. But uh, yeah, uh, uh, this is like one of my favorite favorite songs by Jenny Jackson. Huge club. Banger. Uh, it was funny when they uh, Janet album came out. You would go out to the clubs. They were playing the album version, driving bass that you can uh-huh. only hear in the club. Um, so yeah, it, it's a sleeper. It's an underground. I won't say it's, I wouldn't call it sleeper. It's an underground, more yeah. like an underground jam. It's um,
2: an yeah. underground Janet. Only true yeah, true fans know
1: about Thrive. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Good choice, Marcus.
2: Very good choice. Now up next is Frankie Knuckles featuring Jamie mm. Principal. Principal, your
0: So, that was Your Love by Frankie Knuckles, uh, released 1986. Now, before I go into any more particulars about this song, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I owe Byron, Kim, and all the other househeads that may be listening to this podcast an apology because I almost swapped this song out <laughs> with of all songs. I oh, just smacked my bitch up. Um, <laughs> I had no idea what was going on in my mind at the time. I'm not thinking about how Frankie Knuckles is the centerpiece of house music. Some may consider him as the godfather of house music. So for that aspect, I do apologize to all the house heads that may be listening to this podcast. But however, um, the song You're Love by Frankie Knuckles was released in 1986. It was written by Jamie Principal. We mentioned him. Jamie Principal uh, wrote the song, but it gave the lyrics to Frankie Knuckles. Frank- Frankie Knuckles was one of the big DJs in the Chicago uh, area around that time. So I guess somehow they they figured out how they would, can collab and um, get this song out and um, it charted number 59 <coughs> on the UK charts. Um, after the death of Frankie Knuckles in 2014, uh, this song recharted and um, reached number 29 on the dance charts. And again, it's a staple of the house music era. And um, again, may Frankie Knuckles rest in peace. Yes, indeed. I agree. I agree.
1: Hi. I don't think Jamie Principal gets all of the credit that he deserves. Um, he's he's still in the game, still recording music or whatever. But I think people have slept on his songwriting abilities and and just his overall talent as an artist. He he get he got he got overshadowed by Frankie on this record. <laughs> um, <Frankie. laughs> but yeah, Jamie Principle is the carrier of the song. He's the originator of this song which is to me like one of the early examples of the early form of house as we knew it, as it created, not necessarily with purpose from disco, but original production style, um, because you hear a lot of techno influences in this particular one. This has an international sound, you know what I mean? That was kind of the international electronic sound that was more popular over in Europe, post disco timeframe. So great, great choice here.
2: So, you do understand yep. the difference now, right, Marcus?
0: I do understand the difference. Thank you. I Thank you very much. It, yeah.
2: All right,
1: Kimmy, what is next?
2: Love So Special, one of my favorites. Here we go. Mm. So, 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 I thought you were the one,
3: the one I could hold.
2: Ha! <laughs> yeah all right sable jeffries also known by the stage name sweet sable was an american house and r&b vocalist best known for her work during the 1990s including her best known single includes including love so special which reached the top mm. 20 of the billboard dance club song charts in 1991 jeffries continued to record and release music in the 2000s however she was diagnosed with sarcoidosis where she had to um, put a hold on her senior career, but eventually succumbed to COVID-19 in 2020.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was so sad to hear about her passing in 2020. That was a hard year for all of us. Tom. Huh. Um, <laughs> but Sable Jeffries, I mean, she definitely had put a stamp on uh, our music, especially with this song here, because it was just a worldwide instant hit for her. Mm-hmm. Um took her beyond New Jersey. I when I hear this song I think of New Jersey by the way I want to say. Oh thank you. you I so them, much. I, think, thank I you. think of New Jersey. I think of Zanzibar. I think uh What totally do you hungry. know
2: about the Zanzibar?
1: Uh, hey, you know. I know what some thing. I, I know Where the
2: thing.
1: I know. Things. Over there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know some things that, you know, some of my- But you uh, in New York
2: didn't tell people stuff, you, I mean? You, no, no, but you weren't there when I was there. Oh, okay, okay, okay. They, I had moved, I had moved,
1: okay. Yeah, you all had already moved. And yeah, it was like whenever I would go to New York, it was during my spring breaks in college to visit my best friend. He's the one that got me introduced to the whole turntablism side of, of house music. And so I was already collecting the music and all of that. So I was in with the music. But he got me really plugged into the culture, exposing me to all the different clubs around New York and New Jersey, and Zanzibar was one of them.
2: All right, okay, I'll get that. Was. I'll get yeah, that. But yeah, but but
1: but I but I, I that's what immediately comes to mind when I hear that song is New Jersey. That that whole groove of it just to me it is New it, it it does remind me of home. It does. It really does. And her as Sweet Sable you might laugh at this but people were like oh sweet table new artist I said no she's not a new artist that's a house artist, she's a I artist. Know. you know I always had to stand on on a soapbox to educate people about some of these artists oh she's she's a well-established artist she's just under a different name she's m- mainly known for the house music just like Sybil. you know mm-hmm. uh, Sybil. and that's the reason that, that's another fact she had to uh, make her name Sable because her actual her name is actual Sybil, mm-hmm. but because Sybil was already established, that's w- why she put a play on her name, the C E Y B I L. Ah, um, she added the E. Got it. Uh-huh. And then then she made it Sable, S A B L E, when she did a Sweet Sable. But it was always Sable, Jeffrey C E Y B I L. But she had to do that because of the well established Sybil, which another fabulous artist that's still uh, doing her thing today as well. Very
2: good.
1: Yeah, I love the song Kimmy. I, I had a good playlist, didn't I? You
2: did.
1: you did. You did. You know what about your playlist? I would. What I truly appreciate about it is that you dug into the classics. Yes, you I dug did. Into the uh, foundation. A lot of the foundation songs and. I took it from a standpoint. I wanted to cover some of the main stuff in, in the '90s, but I also wanted to hit like what's been more recent as well, because I think a lot of that is solid recordings. So I think we, we covered that. Marcus too. Marcus's list. Marcus' your list was great as well. So we did the thing. Yes, we did. <laughs> so we're right, going. next? We got go on to Lil Louis,
2: Club no Lonely. Mm. Say, are you happy?
3: Down to the club That worldly people love Hey, what you doing? Come on and check it out I know you heard about The place for broken up Wanna play yourself?
1: long time isn't that a party starter yes it is kimmy yes kimmy you hear me my name is on the list my name is on the list your name is on the list my name is on the list it is so the beginning of this song is iconic she goes excuse me excuse me charles my name is on the list what list that DJ's this. <laughs> and then he goes, This thing, there is no guest list. <laughs> <at all." laughs> at the beginning of the song. But anyway, I digress. Club Lonely, I was, I was actually torn between Club Lonely and Save My Life because these were two singles from his 1990 release, Journey with the Lonely. They both went to number one. Most people would have gone throughout a French Kiss because that was his bread and butter track back in 1989. You remember French Kiss? Yes break down but this mm-hmm. one I chose because mainly it's, it's, a, it's a floor-feeling banger but also this is when we were introduced to the vocals of Joy Cardwell who's also a long-standing house artist who uh, became famous after this uh, release, this, this song but uh, Club Lonely? Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> what can I say? What can I say about Club Lonely? More about Club Lonely. It's a floor filler. It means that you get caught up in that, in, in, in the energy of it.
2: Exactly. That's what house music does. It just gets you caught up in the house and in the energy of it. And it just makes you have a better day,
1: doesn't it? <laughs> makes you happy.
2: Yes, it does. Without,
1: the, without any other substance. You can, you all can all be the,
2: super... the side effects. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. All,
3: all right.
2: right. We're going to move what? on to Chip E. Featuring K-Joy like this one of my favorites Thank you. Thank you very much. But yeah. and Like This exemplifies the early Chicago house song that Chip E pioneered during the early 80s featuring raw distinctive vocals from K-Joy and the track also stars a young Frankie Knuckles speaking the track's title in possibly his first ever studio session.
1: Oh yes. Yes indeed. And I would also add that Chip E doesn't get the credit that he deserves because he is like one of the godfathers of house as well. And he's credited for producing Frankie Knuckles' first single, very first single, which was You Can't Hide. So uh, this our list. We have really provided a nice, solid foundation for anyone who's curious about house music because we've covered from beginning to now with a lot of the bangers that every playlist should have. Every playlist should have. And that's a good tip because I didn't realize that was Frankie Knuckles' voice. I didn't know that.
2: So yes, yes, it was. And again, this was released in
1: 1985. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the vocalist, K. Jory, that's Kimberly Jay Salter.
2: What well, everybody is named Kimberly today? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny.
1: So all all adult chicks are named Kimberly yes we're all the best people I mean, <laughs> <me>. <laughs> don't, don't you like the rawness of like especially like the earlier records especially when it comes to vocalists how you could you could tell it was a like home studio most likely that they recorded it but it speaks to, the, to their ability because as raw as it is they are solid with their sound you know what I mean I Get know and I'll
2: take it back to something Prince said back in the day long live my baby that he mm-hmm. does, he didn't have to use uh, the little synthesizers and stuff to to alter his voice. Just like some Ooh. of our some mm-hmm. exactly, just like a, some of um, the vocalists back in the early eighties. Most of this house mm-hmm. music, they didn't. Most of them didn't have to use that. They used their actual voice. That's what made yeah. it so so special.
1: This song reminds me of something Jomanda was saying. You remember Jomanda, the girl group Jomanda? I don't. I can't remember it your got, mom. It has the song. Got a love for you, make my body rock. Got to love brilliant. for you. Da, 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 da. Oh, okay, 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 got it. <laughs> that one. So this sounds like something that they would they would sing, like some of the earlier stuff. Yvonne, who was also a member of um, Jo may she Recipes, she also partnered with um, Master work under the name Roughneck. So, okay. She, her vocal stylus is similar to K Joy's. They're they're kind of similar in their sound, And uh, to me, they represent New (laughs) Jersey.
2: Again, again, even though house music originated in Chicago and New York area, Mm -hmm. we've heard New Jersey several times today. Shout out Brick City. All right.
1: Brick City. All right.
2: Up next, another finally featuring Julie McKnight.
1: McKnight. Julie McKnight.
3: It's not <laughs>
1: Um, what I hear this, I think it's a shell dropping of those main parties that were given in New York around that time. Um, this record was released in 2000 Vikings Kings of Tomorrow, which is a moniker that Sandy Rivera goes under. It's actually one person, but uh, for this record, he brought in the vocals of Julie McKnight, who was part of a lot of the hits that he's released over the years. This is like one of the, I think this is like one of the last records that she did with him before she really went out on her own and started working with other people. But um, it uh, it peaked at number 17 on the Billboard dance charts uh, and number 24 on the UK singles charts. And it's on Kings of Tomorrow's 2000 release, which is called It's in the Lifestyle, which is a great album that I recommend to anyone. Great sounding song. You have to hear the full version um, if you've not heard it before. Nice sing-along. I call it like a sing-along type of song. The <laughs> lyrics and the, the, the basic groove. And Louis Vega uh, eventually remixed it as well. Provided right. remixes for it.
2: All right. That was my first time hearing it, but I like it. Okay,
1: good, good. All now, right.
2: next up, we're going to go ahead and play Marcus's song. And this is Hadaway, What is Love? <laughs> oh, oh. My little dance, <laughs> but but honestly, when I'm listening to it, that's more techno to me than house.
1: It is. Yeah, so I, which which falls on You remember that the music they used to play all on the radio—that sugar poppy music—and it was like a high. It was called high energy. That was a genre uh-huh. at the time. It's called high energy. This falls under that, and that's what EDM is now. The EDM is the high energy, and I get a little irritated when people want to call that house into the category of uh, EDM. It's not. It's completely different. High energy is EDM. This is that Euro sound. It does. Euro it does have that thing. Euro sound. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's where that belongs over in that side of the room the, of the building, I should say. EDM side. Um, but it is a classic. Because it has a 4-4 four, four beat. It's a classic. Because it has a 4-4 four, four beat, people immediately say, oh, this is house music. But no, it's a no, it's techno. Oh. Te- yeah, yeah, yeah. Techno. Yeah. Well, yeah. and the in the pop clubs. Yeah. They, yeah. They, uh-huh. they, they, hell, they, this was like, you know, their the banger. But Hathaway. He had a lot of hits. I mean, this is a huge record for him. This is like a worldwide smash. I think the highest it went in Switzerland was number two. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I might be wrong there. No, it highest is number one. It's um, number one in seven different countries. It peaked at number 11 here in the United States, number two in the UK, and in Germany number two, as well as in Sweden, but everywhere else except Australia was number 12. So Australia was kind of in sync with what was happening in the United States because it didn't crack the top 10, but everywhere else, number one or number two, probably. Platinum gold. He he got some money. Hopefully he broke the song <laughs> and received the residuals like, for that. he like he got some money for
2: it. <laughs> Wait, he definitely yeah. got. <laughs> uh, but I like mean, I said, he has he does hmm? have very nice focus vocals. Um, like I said, when I hear the song, all I see is night at the Roxbury and those guys mm-hmm. bobbing their heads. That so mm-hmm. that's that's my kind exactly of people dance to it.
1: Exactly, exactly. But when I I think of this, though, every time I hear the song, it takes me back to college days because I went to an HBCU in in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, but LSU was also there, so I was there. But to their parties? Not on that, but I I enrolled at LSU too, take, you know, cross-registration just for diversity's sake, but uh, the nightlife surrounding there, this type of music was always played
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I mean? So it, it kind of takes me back to some of those nights when we would crash the party, so to speak, and go there and act silly and all that stuff. So it has a it has a, a good place in my heart. It makes me nostalgic of those good times with my friends. Absolutely. But it's not on my playlist. It's not. <laughs> this is what I would listen to during work, like when I'm working or something, there would be something part of the work, like work day playlist in the when office, you, you know? Yeah,
2: when you do my house um um selections, the full version. You can leave that one off. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, 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 no slightly you had away if you're listening, um would Marcus gets oh, but I think it's a production on this song. I think had someone like David Morales or Frankie Knuckles had their hands in this one. It, it yeah, it it, it 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 would've, it would be better. different.
2: It wouldn't. there would be a little bit it, it would have had something. Oh, that's all I have to mm-hmm. say. It would
1: have had something. Yeah, it would have <laughs> had a little bit more adoption to it, I guess, yeah. I think. Um, but, like, I, I, I applaud you for your success. I mean, because he had another single, Right Up to This Life, that was, it had the same Euro sound, but it was it was also a big record for him. Um, it actually did, well, no, it didn't, do as, yeah. it didn't do as good as in the United States. But um, but it was, it was I, re- I just remember seeing the video on the box
2: I think I remember
1: uh, that. Um, I'm gonna look that up. And actually, 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 I have that 12 inch. I have, I have the vinyl 12 inch for life. um, because the, the uh, who did the uh, remixes? I mean, the remixes are a lot better and a lot tolerable than um, what is love for me.
2: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let's go on to <laughs> caught up. Ooh. Hot in the middle well, yeah, Roberts.
1: Mm. Kimmy, yes. Yeah. I would say I have to include this in there. I wanted Marcus here this song because this my one of my like my top five songs uh, by Juliet Roberts. She's a British jazz rock soul and house music singer of Grenadian descent. I had the pleasure of seeing her perform uh, at the Sound Factory Bar right when her first main album was being released. Like the, she had a song called "I Want You" uh, back in 1994. Uh, you may have remember uh, they used to play it on MTV, and it was it had a more Euro sound, but it um, it was still like a solid house record. Uh-huh. Uh But but *Cotton Metal it was released in 1993, and then um, got a reboot in '94 with additional remixes. But it's this version that I I love because Roger Sanchez, who went by the name of Roger S, did the remix, and this is the Sunrise mix. And the way it breaks down during the verse, and then in the middle of the song. You have to hear the entire song to appreciate it. But the groove of it just takes you to a different place. <laughs> Billy Porter actually recently covered this song. Now that I can uh, see. I got you. <laughs> yeah, so, but, but to me, you know, he, he did his step on a song, but you cannot replace the uh, original. And it's Juliet Roberts' voice, her vocals. The way she sings, it just takes me to a, a nice place. But Um, shout out to Billy Porter because he can blow. Yeah, shout out to Billy Porter. Yes, you can blow. You can blow. And thank you for remaking that song. Thank you for covering it because uh, you're exposing a whole new artist not only to your talent but to this this fabulous jam that's been, to me, like one of the best house songs, vocal house songs. So what's next, Kimmy? This is what's next. (laughs) Ten City, one of the now, uh, pre- yes. I'm sorry. No, go Karen. ahead. No,
2: go ahead. Go ahead.
1: What one, one of the premier house music groups.
2: I know. I'm like I know Ten City, and I think I forgot to include something from them, and I'm gonna I'm going have to look for it. No, go.
1: But go yeah, ahead. Because they, they yeah they they set the foundation. hit their their uh, album in 1989 called Foundation, but they. They did what? Right, devotion, the song. Devotion, right, right, right back, it. to you. That's the way. That's the way love is. Finding love. All of those classic foundation songs. Devotion.
2: So the
1: that's, the that's the one I knew. Yeah, it's the love uh, devotion. I forgot about that. Yep, Byron Stingley, Herb Lawson, and Byron Burke, um, Marshall Jefferson. It was also affiliated with this group. My piece of heaven. This version was done by David Morales, produced by really? David Really? Yeah, and uh, it was on their second release. Uh, well, was it the second album? This was released in. Um, that was then, and this is now. If I, no, 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 this was released in on on the album. No house big enough in '92. No house big enough. That's the album that that's featured on, and my piece of heaven went to number two. It was a number two uh, dance hit for them on the Billboard dance
2: chart. And you know what? what? I feel like the audience needs to hear Devotion because that was one oh, of please my do.
1: Please play that. Favorites. Yes. That's their very first single.
2: And it is a classic from my area. We used to love this song. The whole thing, right? So <laughs> yeah, yeah. that was
1: my jam. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 one of my favorites too. As it, soon as you said Ten City, up, I was
2: like, "Wait a minute! I knew a song by Ten City. What was that?"
1: Okay. And and by instinctively, everyone wants to compare him to Sylvester. With the way he's yeah, playing. he does like sound he had, like Sylvester.
2: Shout
1: out to Sylvester, I that's, Sylvester. Yes, indeed. Rest rest his soul. That's his soul, yes, I mean,
2: and honestly, he had some house bankers too. But we're not gonna,
1: going yeah. we not, gonna, we're not, well, not going I mean, the you know, Martha Wash and, um, uh, guys, what did we just say? Like two thousand five. What was the other woman's name? Um, weather. gosh Um, uh, she rests in peace as well. Um, she's gone. Um,
2: yeah,
3: she uh,
1: passed away. Yes, the weather girls. Yeah. Isora Armstead. Isora Armstead. Armstead. I
2: probably don't her and, voice uh, when I hear it.
1: Yeah, she was. The, she had the the. Well, uh, let's see. Martha had the higher register type of voice, and Isora's voice was more like more of like a lower, grounded sound, a little mm-hmm. growl to it. And so when Martha Wash left, really became the, the solo artist, successful solo artist. She uh, Armstead, Miss Isora. Um, continued or on, in 1901 decided to continue on as the Weather Girls with her daughter, Danielle Rhodes. Okay. Um so but but yeah, big shouts to Sylvester, because I mean that was a foundation, you know, that was that created I think a blueprint of what we we eventually saw in House of Music, what they were doing and how they um um arranged the music. I think that was a huge influence. It wasn't in, beyond I mean beyond disco, you know what I mean? Uh,
2: absolutely absolutely
1: but Byron Stingley and Ten City always my favorite I love their videos that they would have they, they would actually put out videos for their songs and it, they, it seemed well produced and thought out and it was it, it, interesting to have a house music group you know I can't think of any other group besides Delight
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, well Delight New York is well those t- well, New York is so masters work that's different because I a producer. Um, producers who are uh, as groups but groups with some artistry put behind them like Ten City Do You Like, those those type of groups I can't think of any other ones outside of them, can you?
2: I can't really, but while we're thinking, I want to play Sylvester real quick because I feel like we shouldn't move on without at least playing a little something from him because he, like you said kind of started this back in the early 80s, late 70s
1: Okay, which song are you going to pay by, Sylvester?
2: You Make Me Feel. All right. between mm-hmm. that and house music today
1: yes yes the beat was a lot stronger mm-hmm. than like what you would say like most disco songs it had, like, a, mm-hmm. little, it had a, a stronger drive to it which makes it easily set up into like the house format yep
2: in every way he was ahead of his time
1: i agree i agree all right, so our last one. Yes. I and- say um, rejoicing. was actually the final release from her debut album Blue Notes in the Basement, which was released in 1991. Rejoicing was released as a single in 1992 and it has been a long-standing favorite and classic of all fans of hers um, since its release. Uh, this version uh, was actually re- remixed by D. Light, uh, D.J. Dimitri uh, from D. Light. hence um, the name Delightful Stomp*. Mm-hmm. And it completely transformed the song into a nice gospel stomper that will have any dance floor, or continues to fill dance floors to this day. Because then it was popular, and even now, when you hear it, it it's a floor failure. Her version, uh, the original, she's the originator of this song, is a solid performance standard, and it will always be part of my playlist. <laughs> I can't about the song.
2: (laughs) Definitely. It is a banger, and it's been a minute since I heard it. My goodness, this whole episode just took me back,
1: all the way back. Mm, All the way back. And before we even close out, I want to say this about Ultra, and this is to her credit. She's she's an artist, first and foremost, but she's also, I call her the international ambassador. She's also a DJ now. And I'm I'm fortunate to know her personally I'm fortunate to be a part of her party called Deep Sugar. I'm one of the resident DJs for it. And it's been going on for 16 plus years now. And hopefully we will continue to do it. Keep pushing forward. But big shouts to Orchardete for keeping this, this culture going, you know, doing all she could to just create avenues for this music to be held and heard by everyone, you know, I said held, meaning the material that she's releasing. Uh, she's about to release her 11th album this year, but she released album after album and she's always releasing singles. She's just staying in the forefront, keeping things moving. So big shouts to Ultimate.
2: All right, well, that is the end of all the music <laughs> that we had, but please know, I'm sure we forgot some things. And mm, please blame yes. it on our head, not our hearts. I probably will remember like ten of them after I we close this out. But but believe me, we know how This so- was the hard.
1: <laughs> this was hard. Yeah, this was hard, wasn't it? It was hard to narrow the list it, down and
2: I mean so stuff just started coming to me and then there mm-hmm. were some that I was like, wait a minute, I know this beat in my head, but what was the name
1: of the song, you know? Yeah. And, and, and many I think many of our audience members know these songs but because of I guess the um, what's the word the uh, not devotion I want to call it a, I want to put you to word devotion but those who didn't have a certain amount of skin in the game per se didn't have like the care to know all the details of who was singing these songs who produced these songs. but um, I'm sure we all can agree you can appreciate what was presented these buddy people that we're celebrating today
2: exactly we even added some songs on the fly while we were, we're doing this so
1: oh yeah um, that's how we do here in New York. <laughs> exactly
2: <laughs> but thank you all for listening and on behalf of marcus big mo moses and myself yeah, yeah. kimmy brown
1: and me byron b brown
2: um, that will be all for today in a good, good experience. Love y'all. Thank
1: you for hanging. Love y'all.